heart and soul of a nation, beckons the call. The voice of our forefathers heard in the distance. A house divided against itself cannot stand. To reclaim our honor. honor. Our soul. The challenges of a generation call out. Future generations hang in the balance. We choose liberty. This is the voice of a nation. The nation. The nation. The nation. And now, Malcolm. It is safe to say that this next chapter that we are finding ourselves in, I think most everybody can relate to because it is long COVID. And long COVID, and you know, it, it, early on, I remember hearing the signs of that long haulers, COVID syndrome, uh, being called different things. But people were seeing the effects of this, uh, that they, they were long lasting, much, much more than we anticipated up front. I mean, typically with a virus, you get the virus, you heal, you move on. This one, not so much. Like everything around COVID, it's a little stranger. And the way it impacts your body is absolutely strange. So long COVID is a real problem. And again, nutrients, immune system, health, all the things we talk about here on the platform are obviously critically important. Lifestyle plays a lot into this here. Uh, today on this, uh, this is going to be a great program today of, of vital information. Uh, it's a Q&A we're doing with Dr. Henry Ely uh, for sure. But let me start right up front here. And I want to get into this a little. Just follow me on this. Now, this one's from Deborah, And it's got a couple of different areas to it. And then I'll ask Dr. Ely to um, uh, opine on this and help bring us forward. And then we'll get into all your questions and thoughts and, and all of that here. Uh, now, Deborah says, my husband had COVID and experienced severe brain fog. I had mild COVID. Neither of us are vaccinated. I treated my husband with hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, zinc, vitamin D, and all the other recommended supplements. I began his treatment on day five. I didn't realize that he was sick, and I started my treatment on the first day of my symptoms with, again, hydroxychloroquine, zinc, and z right? I was fine in a day. However, my husband suffered for several weeks. We did not go to the hospital. He is almost back to being well. However, he has leg twitches consistently through the night. This was one of the first signs of his COVID sickness. I would like to do a clinical three-day water fast with him, but wanted to see if he can continue to take his supplements or should he fast from those as well? Interesting question, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, interesting question. I clearly understand that a fast is no calories at all, but I do not know the calorie count of the supplements. Now, before I go on to the next part of this, Dr. Eddie, let me have you answer to that, uh, opine on that part of the equation. What do you think? You know, it's a really good uh, question, Malcolm. And, and I think what we first want to understand is that most nutrients, um, just like most herbs, do not have any calorie associated with them. So you're going to have to look at the bottles of the supplements that you purchase and confirm that. But typically, there's no calories in them. So technically, they would not break um, auto, autophagy. Now, uh, for years, uh, you know, when I, and, and I really was playing around with this a lot in 2016, where I was doing a three-day water fast every month, and I was exploring how to accentuate, how to make it more effective using potentially some nutrients. And so what I was using were things like uh, reishi, a medicinal mushroom, which increases AMPK, which helps us activate autophagy a little bit better. Um, I was looking at like uh, green tea, which is going to inhibit something called mTOR, which is is what turns off autophagy. So it, it's like there's some things you can do nutritionally 
to enhance it a little bit more. But what ultimately I found, Malcolm, was that my body really enjoyed not taking any supplements. That just let the fast be the fast. Let yourself just have water. Give your stomach, your digestion, a complete break from everything. And then come back to the supplements afterwards. And I've, I've actually enjoyed that process a lot more now. Interesting. I'm glad you say that. Uh, in, uh, I'm guessing some of these supplements and nutrients too, on a completely empty system, they can kind of race out with your system sometimes, can't they? Well, definitely. And I, I think that's a really good observation, particularly when we're talking about, say, a B-complex vitamin or something with B-complex in it. B-complex, we typically recommend take with some food, even a small amount, because it can be irritating to the stomach lining, especially if you're getting a higher quantity, a higher therapeutic range of those uh, B-complex vitamins. So, you know, when you're fasting, the, the thing we teach, and we're, I'm about to teach a class a little bit later today on this you know, the thing we teach is just let it be water and, and rest and slow down. Let the fast be the fast and let, you know, your diet cleansing and things like that be cleansing. You know, fasting and cleansing are different things. And I think what a lot of times we have, we do is we conflate them and uh, we don't need to let a fast be a water fast and let cleansing be something where you're putting high dose of nutraceuticals and, and herbs in your body to facilitate cellular detoxification. Okay. All right. And, and she uh, uh, wraps it up here with this. I, I would also like to do the three-day clinical water fast. So any <laughs> guidance would be so appreciated. My thought is that the bioweapon spike protein from my husband's COVID has been transferred to me. I, uh, she, <laughs> she's having a lot of uh, challenges and symptoms, which she gets into, and in, but it's a long note. She says, I'm taking many of the supplements that you had recommended. I don't typically get anxious or worry, but this kind of thing has spooked me. I thank Dr. Ely for all his guidance and great wisdom. I've been listening to him for months now. And when COVID did hit, I felt very prepared. So there you go, Doc. Mm -hmm. Kudos. <laughs> nice. Yeah, well, that's, the, that's dope. So thank you so much for that. I, I, what I would say for the, um, the transference is we don't have any discernible proof of that yet. Um, it, I'm not saying that it didn't happen or it's not possible, but you know, it's really not as big of a deal as what's going on at the cellular level. So at, at the Energetic Health Institute, we're about to release three classes in July, uh, the art of eating healthy, the art of fasting and the art of cellular healing, where we explain visually everything that's going on at the cellular level. So um, to that end, uh, you know, it's definitely get your get those nutrients that we've been recommending in the amounts into your body. Definitely fasting is going to play a key role in this for folks. But one of the things that we often see, Malcolm, is people missing a very key ingredient to overcoming really any disease process, and that is the production of energy. So we have to make sure that people are taking a good multivitamin and a great way to assess your multivitamin is to look at vitamin B5, panathenic acid in it. And if vitamin B5 panathenic acid is below 100 milligrams, it's not a strong enough multivitamin. And you're going to need to find one that's a little stronger. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. And those classes, this is really good because I see a lot of listeners, a lot of people uh, write in and they're looking for that guidance uh, mm -hmm. in specific classes and things like that. So they can get that all online, Dr. Reddy? Absolutely. What we, we, we've gotten, we get like... Malcolm, we get to at least six or seven requests a day for and, and people in dire situations, whether it's adverse events due to um, getting the shots or whether it's long haul COVID or just 
wanting to say, look, I want to make sure I'm doing everything I can so that this doesn't happen to me and my family again. Um, we're getting people in desperation. And so what we've learned and by working with the uh, people who are severely injured is that, um, is that there are a lot of additional considerations now that we have to take into account that we didn't take into account before. And that's for three reasons. One, we already knew that the shots, and I'm talking specifically of people who are injured by the shots, we already knew that the shots co-opted normal cellular function to produce a spike protein that injures the body. We already knew that. What we didn't know until Lund University confirmed this on the 28th of uh, February this year is that the mRNA reverse transcribes into DNA and uploads into the um, person's body. So now that shot becomes a part of you the rest of your life. So you're constantly going to be producing that um, spike protein until you get that genetic modification out of the out of the nucleus of the cell. And that's what fasting comes in I'm about to publish on this um, uh, very soon. Mm, wow. Um, so that will help get it because there's questions that'll come in to what you say right there. So that's okay. one way to yeah, try yeah. to get it out of your system quicker, faster. You're saying it's, it's the only way bio hmm. biologically, it's the only way that I see that we can undo the genetic modification. And in fact, mm -hmm. my suspicion right now is that see when you, when the body, when you start to fast or just when the body gets far enough away from the last shot, it's already attempting DNA repair and it's already attempting to get the genetic modification out of the nucleus. That's my suspicion why they're advocating for so frequent, such frequent boosters. So because every time you boost, it kind of resets that clock because what the shots do is they turn off the cellular, the, the nucleic ability to repair DNA. Okay. Wow. That is great information there, man. Wow. All right. We'll circle back with more of uh, insight on this here, but he, listen to this interesting one here. Uh, this is from, and, and I'm going to say the name here because it's an MD, uh, Dr. Mm -hmm. James Holmes, uh, uh, MD. Um, mm -hmm. You mentioned a Mary. Now see if you can remember this, Dr. Reddy said, you mentioned a Mary on the podcast episode uh, Q&A, the last one you and I did actually, uh, mm -hmm. it, he references here, who lost her husband to possible malpractice surrounding COVID treatment. He says, I'm a physician, medical doctor, and happy to review the medical chart as an attorney directed her. Have her email me at such and such. Do you remember this, Mary, on that particular show? Mm, I, I, I don't remember the exact conversation. We've had so many conversations yeah. of people who have done it. I do have a family member, my, my family member, um, who was uh, killed in a hospital, and I was firsthand witness to it. So... We're, we're actively working with attorneys right now trying to pursue um, a wrongful death suit in that case. I know I've talked with Tom Renz. He's, he's doing a lot of work on that front as well. Uh, so I, I really appreciate people reaching out. And I think we just have to keep making these kind of offers, even if somebody doesn't you realize, and we really appreciate doctors and attorneys right. who are stepping up right now and doing this. That's why I actually bring it up. I didn't know, I didn't remember the specifics of that either. It's been a little while, but I bring it up because others will po po very potentially be listening to this and have needs or questions to this point. And we can circle back around with this doc and see how he may be able to help here. So this next one is from Paula. Paula, is there any way to find a medical professional qualified to conduct a water fast 
and accompanying nutritional support in a given geographical area. My daughter, uh, who is age 50, with other autoimmune issues, is suffering from what I believe is ADE reaction after getting a cold several months after the Moderna shots, spiraling in and out of the ER with migraine, stomach issues, etc. She lives in San Diego area. Thanks for mm. your work. And do you have any suggestions? Yeah. Um, in San Diego, there's actually a few fasting clinics uh, that she can look up. Um, I don't know if one of them is by the name of... Uh, true north or optimum health but in that in, in that environment you can just do your search for fasting clinics internationally there's the uh, i believe it's the buchinger uh clinic um i know that uh walter longo from the university of southern california uh has uh, done extensive research on autophagocytosis and um and has published extensively on it uh, i know that there are, he has the walter of V-A-L-T-E-R Longo Foundation, and he may, there might be some resources on that website. I think what's important for people is to, you know, get out there and, and do your research. We've gotten a lot of people who are ne who needing guidance, and I wish I had like, hey, yes, this is the place to go, but I don't have that. So you got to do your own homework. But fortunately, there are fasting centers out there, and, you know, you just got to uh, find them, talk to them, and make sure you have a good uh, personality fit with the folks that work there. That's it. That's it. And, and of course, these programs here, as people are listening to this, are helpful because they get more education and more guidance and then know where to go and what they're looking for. Because mm -hmm. sometimes it is like looking for a needle in a haystack. But listen, it's your health. It's important. Mm -hmm. uh, so next one's from Natalie. Uh, she says uh, an integrated physician informed me that they are poisoning the vitamin D3 supplements. I've never heard of this. She said, can you investigate or confirm this? Do you know anything about this, Dr. You know, that's, uh, that's news to me. I haven't heard any, um, wow. any compromise or, and I haven't heard that from any colleagues, Malcolm, and I haven't heard that from any patients or any students. Wow. So that, that might be one of those where we should always keep an eye on these kind of things when we start hearing word, but hmm. I haven't heard anything such such as that so i you know I, I need more confirmation before i would even consider yeah. it and i surely hope not i i guess it depends what brand and what it is i mean these things do happen but I'm, i take vitamin d3 every day as well uh, mm -hmm. potentially i hope it's not that but uh, so all right just good to know i but you haven't heard anything specific about it then okay and no no i haven't all right this one's from jennifer um i hope i'm hoping to find some information on this i understand that the COVID vaccine trials were never designed to demonstrate if they would reduce transmission or not as it turns out they do not stop transmission question do they reduce transmission in vaccinated individuals if so by how much for how long was the RCTs done to figure out the rate of transmission? Do RCTs apply in this case? I'm trying to understand where the Ministry of Health are making the health policies from, she says. For example, listen to this, my friend whose employment was terminated for not getting the vaccine was told she was a threat for transmission. However, in the last month, she found, listen to this, 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 is, this is an ironic message here. In the last month, she found 10 of her vaccinated co-workers got COVID in recent weeks. 
Mm-hmm. We're also seeing a huge raise in vaccinated individuals in hospitals for COVID. So I'm trying to understand why the mandates and restrictions still. If you can help me understand transmission or point me to studies, that would be great. Well, that's quite a message, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And, you know, I, I, what I would say is a couple of things. Number one, we, we do have definitive evidence um, in looking at every state health department that was publishing on what was termed um, vaccine breakthrough, which is another fancy word of way of saying vaccine failure. It's a fancy way of saying how many people got the shots and still contracted the infection anyway. Well, um, from November of 21 through uh, the end of February of 22, that number of Americans went up exponentially from 1.4 million confirmed vaccine failures. Um, and the, again, these are not vaccines, these are gene modification shots, but uh, confirmed failures and up to 9 million. So 1.4 million to 9 million in just three months. Keep in mind that uh, states have a very um, stringent definition of what fully vaccinated meant and still means so that they limit those numbers. Keep in mind that only half of state health departments are reporting on those numbers as well. And, and then keep in mind that as of March, they many of the states stopped reporting on those numbers because the numbers were horrific and showed that these did not prevent transmission. Now, Pfizer in the original clinical trials, uh, what they did was they did a what's called a relative risk reduction assessment, which is where they took the experimental group and they took the control group and they asked a basic question of people who got the shot, how many still uh, contracted COVID and of people who didn't uh, get the shot were in the placebo groups uh, still contracted COVID. So even in the clinical trials, they admitted that it did not prevent um, infection. Okay. So uh, that's to say nothing about the safety concerns with uh, mm-hmm. with VARES and what's going on. So they are not safe and effective. They are not vaccines. They are not gene therapy. They are genetic modification, and that's confirmed by the Lund study. Why are people doing this? That's speculative, and I don't typically get into that. I will say it appears to be very dark, very sinister, and very profit-driven, and very murder-for-profit-driven. Um, so I think the person asking the question, there's a lot of research out there and the best places to begin are typically looking at what is going on in the most vaccinated um, countries such as Port- Portugal and how they're having the worst outcomes. There, It's not an accident that the countries with the highest vaccination rates have the worst outcomes. The countries with the lowest vaccination rates have the best outcomes. That's not an accident. Wow. Wow. That's incredible. And that's, and we're seeing those historical stats now and those numbers are panning out that way. Oh, we've been seeing it from, from Israel to, um, uh, you know, to uh, uh, Gibraltar, which is a smaller sample size kind of nation, but now Portugal, they just published this week showing that, you know, they're the most vaccinated society pretty much in the, in the world. And they have the worst outcomes, both in terms of, um, reduction of transmission and hospitalizations post-inoculation and outcomes from those um, those uh, infections now. The shots do not stop the transmission or infection. They don't make you less susceptible. So how could you possibly be protecting grandma by getting the shot if they don't stop transmission? It's one of the most ridiculous 
circular nonsensical logics in that people have that's the same stupid logic people have when they go well i i got the shots and thank god i got the shots because you know it prevented it from me from having an even worse experience right. with the it's like how could you, you you that's speculative you can't say that so you know folks we still come back to the fundamentals the fundamentals and this is in honor of dr zelenko the fundamentals are put nutrients in your body you know, and power up your immune system. And don't worry about this because we do have definitive evidence that people who overcome the infection naturally have well-established, very durable, very flexible immunity for well over 12 months at the very least. So there's nothing to worry about in those cases. You know, and I'm thinking here, you mentioned in your comments here about uh, what is it? Vaccine breakthrough? What's it called? Vaccine mm. breakthrough, right? Yeah, the, it's a fancy marketing term yeah. to say it failed. <laughs> yeah, well, well, I remember when you. The, I'm just thinking here. It's a, it's a wonder people are totally confused and screwed up upside down backwards. And I was thinking when you started talking, I remember when you first bought those terms up. It just goes back a ways now. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, what the hell is he talking about? Vaccine breakthrough? Like it was? It sounded like it was a really cool thing. Like, shit, well, we got some good stuff going here, man. And I thought, <laughs> right. what? I, I really did. No, when you started doing that, I thought, what is he on? I don't understand that. Come to think mm-hmm. out, it's not what you were on; it's what they were on. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, you know, this is this is what they typically do. Historically, um, allopathic medicine was is the art of cure, attempting to cure by inducing one morbid condition for another morbid condition. Well, morbid condition, that phrase doesn't sell very well to the public. So they changed that to the term side effect. So what will typically happen in the pharmaceutical industry and the allopathic industry is that they will tell people what they're doing, but those when they tell people what they're doing, it's unpopular. So they massage the words. And in this case, what has always been termed vaccine failure, failure to protect, failure to prevent transmission was rebranded into vaccine breakthrough because breakthrough sounds like you're breaking through to the other side, right? Yeah, you're getting right. through something. It's a good thing. Yeah. And so they're, they, they're clever with their words because they're liars at heart. And that's what liars do. Yeah. I mean, uh, we report on this uh, projectionism. Uh, they're very good at it. Uh, the, the crazy Marxist left. Uh, mm. And they use it all the time. All the, you know, bl- uh, white is black, black is white, up is down, down is up. And then we want to say, why are people confused again? <laughs> I can't mm-hmm. imagine why. I mean, mm-hmm. and, and it's not just one or two terms. It's everything. The language, the English language, it's so butchered on things uh, because, uh, again, it's packaging, it's marketing. Uh, it's disgraceful is what it is. And it's disgusting is what it is. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. cheats, liars that steal. It's 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 outrageous. Um, and, and on that point, um, this, this other uh, very interesting question, a lot of people, the, this one here comes from Michelle, but a lot of people are asking this. So this will be for a whole lot of people. She says, it, do you have any recommendations specifically for extended period of loss of taste or loss of smell after COVID, people are really struggling with these two: loss of taste, loss of smell. Any um, recommendations for ex- for this extended uh, period that people are going through? Yeah, well, well, first of all, uh, taste and smell are intimately related. When ta- when smell is uh, thrown off, taste is thrown off as well. So, really, the root is Malcolm the the sense of smell. Now, fortunately for uh, for folks. The reason that they're losing smell is because the olfactory nerves or, or the smell, the nerves associated with smell are, are, have been damaged. 
by the infection or by the shot, typically by the infection in most reports. So um, in those cases, the good news is that nerve cells for smell are the only cells we know of that actually replicate. You know, they turn over um, every few months, but they turn over very slowly. So there's going to be restoration of function and smell over a period of time. What we do uh, recommend people do to help accentuate that is to fast because your senses become more keenly and acutely aware. You know, when you are, uh, when you're fasting, you get hungry and boy, things start smelling really, really good. So fasting is going to be a great therapeutic approach for the restoration of scent and also smell therapy. So what we have people do um, clinically is just say, hey, start burning some essential oils every day and start teaching your body how to smell things again, because you may have to be in a situation that's really unfortunately that extreme. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I do find you have to push the envelope and all of these things we're talking about. It comes with lifestyle, comes with exercise and comes with the supplements you take, comes with the smell and things that you're talking about right there. All these things I find, it, it's sort of a, m a mind thing. You have to push yourself. And because I went through this myself with my own wife, as you know, Henry, you know, we went through this mm -hmm. ourselves, right? And you have mm -hmm. to, you, you have to be determined. You have to take it on and you have to push to get over the hurdle to get to the other side. It, it, it really is pure willpower, I think, and mm -hmm. how much you want it, don't you think? I, I totally agree. I mean, it, all healing starts with believing you're going to heal. So you have yeah. to take that initial opinion, hey, I'm, I'm going to heal. It's a matter of what do I have to do? How long is it going to take? What do I have to do to be consistent in manifesting that belief? And that's where taking your supplements, the zinc and the quercetin every day, which are going to help with sense of smell and sense of taste. That's where, you know, doing smell therapy, that's where sitting down and going, you know what, I am going to do a three-day water fast and I'm going to explore and learn how to do this in a way that, that I'm giving my body a gift every single time I do it, because the, the recommendation, Malcolm, I have for everybody in this day and age is get into fasting, intermittent fasting on a regular basis, everyday basis. And then I do recommend people do one three-day fast um, a, a month. I just finished a seven-day fast last week. Seven days. I, I heard you yeah. say that last week on a program we did. I thought seven days. And in fact, you got on your program and you actually were saying like, hey man, I feel good. No, 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 no. I thought you are insane, man. <laughs> you know, what's you know, what's great about it is, you know, there's so much more we can do than we give ourselves credit for. And I think when we explore some of those ed edges in a safe way, like seven days of fasting is totally safe. My longest fast I've ever done, Malcolm, is about 37 days of, oh, of water of fasting. Do yeah, that? really. I, I, well, I, you know, willpower, just like we were talking about, you believe you can do something and then you explore it. You know, and I was going for 40 days. I wanted to do the whole 40 day thing. But one mm. of the advantages is that when you get into longer fast, being out in nature becomes more important. Being away from technology and your phones and computers and all the noise and nonsense mm. becomes more important. Wow. Um, and, you know, three day fast, you can totally do that while you're working. It's not a big deal. But you start getting into seven days and beyond if people want to go beyond. I won't teach people how to go beyond, but. Um, what I'm really exploring is the extent by which we can help cells heal themselves. Cells are designed to heal themselves. We have, I'm teaching people, and I've been doing this for 20 years, I teach people how to put the cells in the optimal environment for healing. Mm. 
And then what we're doing with fasting now is really learning three key constituents of fasting. Not only autophagocytosis, which is the healing within the actual cell outside of the nucleus, but how it assists DNA repair inside of the nucleus. And another phenomenon, Malcolm, which is the production of stem cells after three days of fasting. So what you start seeing is when you put this together, hey, maybe we do a five-day fast, for example. What did I get in that five days? Well, you're going to get weight loss if you have, you know, some, some you want to drop a little bit of weight. You're definitely going to get that. But what do you really get at the cell level? You get healing of the cell inside, you get healing of the DNA, and you get production of stem cells, which is going to help extend your life in a good way, right? So you get all these wonderful things. And if we apply those concepts to people who've been injured by the shots, we give them a fighting chance to undo the genetic modification. And that's what I'm exploring and other teams of doctors around the world that we're interfacing with or exploring right now is how to undo the genetic modification. Because the good news is while daunting and arduous, and don't make no mistake, it is, it's possible. And the, and the literature just supports that and that's what i'm about to publish on um in the in the coming days this is going to be really exciting uh because you're i mean from what i'm sensing now is you're on the front lines of this because this a lot of people are needing this uh, insight as you said when you talk about publishing the information on this it's just going to be very very exciting uh, and this would give hope to a lot of people, I think. As a point here, um, and let me just ask you, Nicole says here, uh, can you explain if the mRNA, so that messenger RNA, the jam, can be flushed from the bodies? That's her straight out question. And mm -hmm. you're saying yes. Yeah, well, we're saying definitively the, the mRNA sequences and the lipid nanoparticle, and if there's any graphene oxide, those things can be cleared. We know that this is possible. We know how to break down um, and we know how to accentuate. One of the key constituents, Malcolm, is that people can't be on proton pump inhibitors, for example, um, and potentially can't be on statin drugs while trying to overcome um, a, an adverse event from the shots um, because it breaks down very essential cellular features that are absolutely essential for the clearance of the mRNA and things like that. But now what I think the... the um, audience member is really alluding to is, hey, I think these are uploading into my DNA. Can that be undone? The answer to that is yes. And through, it's through a process, depending upon the cell type, it's through a process called either nucleotide excision repair or base excision repair. And it's, it's what, it, what it taught us in, in terms of, you know, we're looking for where the solution is. It taught us that is that the, the cell is already designed to heal. That's why in my opinion today, my professional opinion, why they're advocating for such frequent and recurrent, recurrent um, boosters, because mm -hmm. they know that the further you get away from the shot, the, uh, the more that the genetic modification becomes undone because the body is designed to heal. It just gets put on, the DNA repair gets put on a hi hiatus while the shot is kind of active in the body. It's, it's, it's really an evil brilliance that they're doing. So this is what you're saying. This rush to always jump in for another booster, booster, booster that's consistently going on is uh, part of the problem. Yeah, for sure. It, it's yeah. You got to just, the, the, the healing is going to start from when you say no to any more of yeah. this nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly it. Yeah. Uh, now uh, well, let me follow. This is closely to what we're talking about right now. Let me follow up from Scott. He says, 
I am being forced as a healthcare worker to get the next booster shot, right? It's what we're talking about, right? I want to do anything in my power to neutralize the vaccine. So here, people like this are trying to keep their their um, their their lives together, their careers, their families, their other things, and they're succumbing in putting their bodies. Sadly, and this is something I. We talk about fairly regularly with Dr. McCullough, in fact, uh, because it comes up a lot. Uh, he pretty mm-hmm. well stays to the point that, listen, there's no job or no situation or nothing that is worth putting that into your body is his position. And he stays on that. What's the trade off? What's the upside? Well, there isn't an upside uh, if, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to have these problems to your health and well-being. So Scott says here, question number one. And and again, I get this a lot, but this is kind of where you're at and what you're talking about. He says, is there anything I can do to reduce the mRNA vaccine? See, everyone's asking that. Okay, no, that's a big deal. And number two, is there anything I can inject right after the vaccine with the same needle that will kill the mRNA? I mean, I I don't know that there is and why he even says the same needle. And uh, wow, Uh, you know anything about that? Yeah, you know, ethically, I I, mm. I have thoughts on on how to do it from a, a epigenetic and biochemical process. It's very theoretical, but it, okay. there's a theoretical way. Okay. Ethically, I can't share that. Yeah, and the reason I ethically can't share that is because that could give false hope to mm-hmm. someone who would then put themselves in harm's way and their entire family at risk because they would think that maybe there's a way to undo this. Now, we do know that there is a way um, in the literature to undo this, but what I wanna be very clear with everyone is the estimated time of recovery for a person who has um, undergone the shots is uh, at minimum based upon uh, 400 days based upon the speed at which DNA repair occurs. So while these shots do reverse transcribe and upload into our into a person's DNA within uh, six hours, according to the Lund University study, the uh, ability of the cell to remove the genetic modification is a process that may take at least 400 days to undo. So the question becomes, do you want to take the risk of, uh, of those shots killing you or severely injuring you at, during the time of administration and in the sequelae after the administration for 400 days while you're going through this arduous process of undoing this genetic modification when the easier solution is to find a better job? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Because you're taking a big risk. And let me finish. I don't know if you heard of this. Scott had another piece to this uh, equation he put in here. Uh, will, and have you heard of this? Will applying a heat pad or going to a mm. sauna, uh, a sauna uh, help break the mRNA down so some does not react with the Pfizer vaccine? Uh, so he's asking that. Uh, have you heard of that? Uh, no, that that that's not biochemically how it works. And f- again, for the reason that mm-hmm. the a, a lipid nanoparticle delivers to um, to the cell very quickly, and that the reverse transcription. Remember, I'm not talking about the production of spike proteins. Pro- production of spike protein occurs far faster 
than re the reverse transcription. I think everybody who is contemplating, you know, what can I do to mitigate, still get the shot, keep my job and mitigate health concerns. I think everyone needs to stop for a second and realize that what you are saying is I want them to modify my DNA. And I think you have to honestly have a conversation with yourself and ask, why are you advocating for turning yourself into a walking genetically modified organism? And why are you accepting that you can be experimented on in order to keep your job? And I think anyone who is considering these kind of things, you need to stop and ask yourself some very hard and challenging questions because it is absolutely abhorrent to me for anyone to consider modifying their own God-given sacred DNA um, so that they can stay a part of a system that's trying to kill them, let alone if they are going to pass on that same thought process to their children. That gives me grave concerns about the future of our nation when that is the thought process. Mm. Wow. And there's going to be so much more on this. I mean, we're, we're really right now, my, my friends, at the tip of this conversation. It's, it really is the tip of the iceberg here. This is going to be a lot of conversation in the months and years ahead. Right now, what Dr. Ridley and I are talking about, no question. One last piece to this, Scott, uh, forgive me that I want to finish because he had a pretty mm -hmm. thorough uh, message here. And again, I hadn't heard of this either, and I don't know if you have. He says, will injecting regular alcohol help kill the mRNA? Have you heard of that? Uh, you know what, what makes it a non-issue is not putting the mRNA in your body in the first place. Hmm. So, I mean, we're, we're having a conversation of Russian roulette right now, and I will not have those conversations with anyone on the air or in okay. private. Okay. Um, one of the things I take a lot of, of pride on, on America Out Loud, is the partners we partner with for the quality of life, friends, that we, we uh, want to get the information out there. Uh, one of the, uh, there are two very fascinating products I want to talk to you about right now that we're thrilled to have on as partners. And the first one is Cofix RX. This is an absolute changer. It's a game changer. And it's a nasal rinse. It's got the povidine iodine already in the, the product. And I know because in my wife's case and her mom was in the same room as her when she got COVID the second time and she was there helping her for the week and she started using the Cofix RX. And even when my wife had it in the room, her mom never got it. Every eight hours, that povidine iodine in the nasal, and it will help kill the pathogens, the SARS-CoV-2, superbugs, flus, uh, influenzas, viruses, you name it, doesn't matter. It'll kill that from the nasal. Because see, what happens is this thing hangs around in your, your nasal cavity there, and it gets into your respiratory system. And in your respiratory tract, when it gets into your lungs and your you know deep into your lungs, that's where the problem is. And I de dealt with this firsthand in our own lives with my wife, who uh, many listeners know almost died from this problem. So we, we've been down this road. We, we, we've been down this road. Cofix RX is one of the products that is, uh, it's, at the, it, it's, it's remarkable. That's all I can say to you. It, it, so you can go look this up yourself and look at the studies and everything about it. Um, at the website here, cofixrx.com forward slash out loud. That's how you get our listeners get 20% off the product that's been negotiated with cofix. Use the code out loud or click on the banner ad back at America out loud is how you get that. But this product, everything about it has been remarkable, 
remarkable. I've seen it in my own life. I've seen it with all the listeners, all the feedback we've gotten. Cofix RX. I would not hesitate to use this nasal povidine iodine rinse. Uh, if uh, especially if you think you're you've got it, getting it, and how do you get it out of there? That's how you do it. The other thing I want you to go. There's a free ebook on the Genesis Fogger. I want you to go get on HOCL. HOCL is an amazing product, number one. We're still discovering all the things this thing does, but it absolutely kills superbugs, viruses, flu, SARS-CoV-2, influenzas, you name it, HOCL. But it's one of the things about this, it's so safe. You can clean your vegetables and fruits with it. You can also use it as a nasal rinse in your nose. I mean, there's multiple applications for HOCL. You put HOCL in the Genesis Fogger and it totally cleans the room. So you remember when COVID was hitting, we were all running around with rags and cleaners and trying to clean everything. You remember that it was insane. And people are still doing that. What you do with this, you put it, the HOCL in the fogger. It puts a dry mist in the room. It kills everything, my friends, except you. <laughs> but anyways, the Genesis Fogger, HOCL, is a terrific product. And I love this product and the people behind it. Genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud. 15% off you get off the fogger. But there's an ebook that is totally free. Uh, just click the banner ads back at America Out Loud or go to genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud. Get the ebook, read the ebook, study, know what you're dealing with. There's scientific findings on there, all kinds of backdrop. You make the decision yourself what's best for you and your life. That's the key here to all of this, my friends. Again, it's education, but we all, like Dr. Reilly was talking moments ago, we all have to do our own diligence. We all have to study and know what we're doing ourselves, okay? Can't pass the buck and blame other people for the decisions you're making, including your jobs, careers, life, things of that nature. It's consequences that we're talking about here. We'll take a quick pause here. Uh, we'll be back with Dr. Henry Ely in just a moment here. You're listening to The Voice of a Nation. Listen to Malcolm, The Voice of a Nation on iHeartRadio or our free apps on Apple, Android, or Alexa. It's summertime. Ready for your vacation to the beach, the lake, or the mountains? But what about your accommodations? Ever wonder what germs were left behind by the previous guests? Kathy G. from Tulsa says the Genesis Fogger gives her peace of mind and confidence when traveling. With Genesis, she knows that the air and surfaces in her vacation rental are free of bacteria and viruses left behind by the previous occupants. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you'll be ready for what's next. While many things we hear are lies, we know one thing is true. Viruses exist and people get sick. Look, there's no guaranteed way to keep from getting sick, but there is a way to reduce your chances. Cofix RX, the original povidone iodine-based antiviral nasal spray that you hear Dr. McCullough talking about, provides an additional invisible layer of protection from colds, flu, coronaviruses, and more. Click the banner ad on americaoutloud.com and use promo code OUTLOUD for 20% off. Stay protected with Cofix RX. America Out Loud beats to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, you're troubled, confused, glad, and thankful. We know you because we are you. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. 
We are America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. Because of COVID-19, many Americans worry about their health four times a day. That's 120 times per month. To minimize the worries, leading nutritional supplement company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost, an immune supplement that contains full effective doses of science-backed nutrients, like vitamin C, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea, all in a one-a-day, pill-free, ultra-absorption ingestible gel. It tastes great, comes in a convenient squeeze gel pack, and it's more natural too, without chemical binders, fillers, and coatings. Supporting a strong and resilient immune system can be simple. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 20% off your first order of Immune Super Boost. That's HealthyCell.com, H-E-A-L-T-H-Y-C-E-L-L, and use code OUTLOUD for 20% off. And we join you back here on The Voice of a Nation. It is Malcolm Allout here, yours truly, and always my privilege to be with you, my fellow Americans, and to our friends around the globe. We have listeners from all stretches of the globe, and they love America Out Loud, and we see the analytics, we see the Australians, the New Zealanders, the Europeans, we see the numbers, and and we know you're listening and enjoying the programming as well. And we're we're thrilled to help uh, all our fellow man out all over the planet here. Uh, So, we are speaking with Dr. Henry Ely today, my brother Henry, and uh, really diving into some very interesting conversation, and I knew it would be. Um, So, let's dive right back in, uh, Dr. Ely, with this. And uh, Maggie says, thank you for your extraordinary work to inform and protect us. I heard an interview uh, this past year where Dr. Ely talked about a protocol he used to help someone who was failing with the uh, neurological issues due to vaccination for COVID. Uh, Can you direct me to that interview? Uh, Although each case is different, I would like to share it with friends who I believe uh, have some specific neurological pain due to booster shots after two previous shots. Uh, Thank you, I appreciate you so much for your hard work. Do you know about this? Do you? Have that? Do you remember the interview <laughs> you did on this? One? Yeah, well, I, I've done so many interviews that it's it's I'm sure out there in in the ether. Maybe it's something with uh, Jonathan Otto, or something like that. Uh, I am going to be this this weekend on America Out Loud on Energetic Health uh, Radio. We're going to be talking about DNA repair. We're going to be talking about some of these injuries. What I would encourage people to do is to seek out um, the organization React Nineteen. Uh, Bree Dressen it does a fantastic job of bringing people together, getting them started with some good information. And we're going to be supporting them, the Energetic Health Institute, uh, starting in July once we get our courses that we have specific for mm-hmm. this um, put up for them. But uh, I, we contact React 19, and it's a group that is backed also by uh, Steve Kirsch, who's doing some f- fantastic work. Um, you know, on this front, I mean, he's just been relentless now on people. He's given them no safe harbor <laughs> to, to talk about their, to, you know, extol their lunacy. Um, so check out React 19. I think you'll find some good things there. And, uh, you know, as far as this goes, you know, we're, we're really confident in a couple of things. And I want to be really clear with folks. 
we're really confident in people who have mild injuries being able to fully recover. I've seen that happen in my patient base. That's, that's you know, good to know. Uh, and that's with a combination of nutrition and fasting. And we, we go, we work kind of in doing an alternate kind of a approach with those therapeutics. What we've um, seen in the moderate and especially in the severe is that we're very confident now that we can stabilize anybody who's declining. And I've seen that happen. And we have had a great result that I've been very fortunate to be a part of with, um, uh, with uh, a, a mom who we just recorded. And it wasn't last week. I think it was the week before last. Her name is Jennifer Jones. And, uh, and I think the title of the podcast is A Mother's Love or something to that effect. But a great story in there about you know the role that nutrition plays in setting up for additional therapeutics and how a mom's love and belief that her child is going to heal is such an instrumental role, such an instrumental factor in that healing process. The uh, programming that Dr. Lee was talking about a moment ago, it, it, I, it would be a, I, I would be amiss if I didn't take the opportunity to tell you all, listen, you know, we love talk radio, obviously. We're running our ground on talk radio, but we love talk radio because it's, it's a means to really be able to communicate with people in a very passionate way. If you love truth and knowledge and passion and heart, well, there's no better program period, than Energetic Health Radio, to be sure, uh, with Dr. Henry Ely. Uh, I mean, there just isn't. There just isn't. It airs on Saturday and Sunday, 3 p.m. Eastern time is how you listen to that. But you hear it anywhere in the world on iHeartRadio. You can hear it on our free apps, Apple, Android, or Alexa. We have a world-class media player. We're on a ton of other networks. And uh, so there's a lot of ways to listen. A lot of those links, by the way, are right back at americaoutloud.com. If you go there on the right sidebar, just partway up near the top, there's all kinds of things and ways you can hear it. All the shows go to podcasts. You can hear them on everything. Pandora, Spotify, Stitcher, you name it, iHeart, all of them. Uh, but anyways, hear the live performance Saturday, Sunday, 3 p.m. And I believe the encore, I don't have it in front of me. I believe it's 10 p.m. Eastern time, right, uh, Henry, I believe? Yeah, I think that's when it is. Yes, sir. Yeah. All right. All right. So that's Energetic Health Radio. And again, Energetic Health Institute is a lot of the work that uh, Brother Henry is behind. And a lot of the work he's doing for humanity is right there. Again, you just, you know, how do I say to you? You kind of know when you're dealing with certain people that are not for sale. Do you know what I mean, friends, when you find those special people and they're not for sale, they're they, they live on principle. And that's what I treasure myself with on that. I deal with principle. I don't sell myself and never do I look at dollars for anything. I, that's not my driving mechanism and life never has been. Brother Henry is exactly one of those people. It, it, that's, it, you, you just know you're in company with that when you have that. That's something we all need to be looking for in life is those people who truly care, who are going to speak the right volume and they don't sell out no matter what. We, we have a, we're, we're thrilled. We're blessed. We're privileged. We, we have so many of those cool people on America Out Loud. I, I can't tell you otherwise. It's a fact. So anyways, that's how you find all that out. Now, questions. Russell says... Is there any evidence that the COVID injection can cause visual problems? Have you heard anything about that? Oh, definitely. We, we are seeing that in that React 19 group. Um, that, that is a very common uh, post-inoculation um, adverse event is that people will 
report losing vision or having impaired vision in one, uh, typically in one eye, which is very concerning. Uh, we have some concerns about uh, the potential of antibodies attacking um, the uh, the nerve and and what a, a, it's a pathology, a potential diagnosis called optic neuritis, where the optic nerve is inflamed uh, because the immune system is trying to fight and get the lipid nanoparticle upload out of the optic nerve. Okay. All right. Fred says, uh, please help. My friend in New York has COVID-19 and her strong immune system fought it off. Last week, she started developing really debilitating headaches and other uh, very bad adverse symptoms. The headaches have persisted for over nine days now. How can we find a doctor in the area who knows more about symptoms, please? Uh, or more info on how she can get her life back. Again, this is a very common theme here from Fred. What do you think? Yeah, you know, uh, one of the resources, the, the, the two main resources for identifying doctors who are, are much more open are going to be the uh, FLCCC with Dr. Uh, uh, Pierre and uh, Dr. Paul uh, uh, Merrick. And I think they've done a fantastic job with that. So that would be a go-to one. I think the um, uh, American... Uh, frontline doctors, uh, AFLDS, Dr. Simone Golds. I think those are two great resources for identifying someone who is going to uh, be willing to prescribe things like ivermectin and so forth. Okay. Uh, Marcy says, my husband had an acquaintance that has thankfully not had the COVID shot, but he has COVID. I think he is getting over that fine, but he has been diagnosed with Lyme as well. We live mm. in Maine and cannot avoid ticks. Wow. Mm. My wife asked my husband, uh, who has a degree in science nutrition, for any ad advice on nutrition that may help him recover. As my husband has been in management for the last 20 years and not used his education on nutrition for work, he was not sure on what to tell his acquaintance aside from a whole foods plant-based diet. Any help would be so appreciated. I note that this man did not want people to know that he had not had the shot. <laughs> you got to hide it. You know, this is what's happening. It's like the uh, the red scarlet letter there. So I applaud his asking for help at least. Maine is not friendly to the unjabbed. Well, we hear you here, Marcy. I'd love to help him. i sure he doesn't have many places which he can turn. Doctor, really thank you for all you do. I pray for you every day and your colleagues that are helping people stay away from these shots. So there you go. There's a shout out. Any thoughts to Marcy? Well, quick thoughts would be, uh, number one, we're very familiar with people who are not uh, not amenable to people who are who've decided to say that, hey, I, I'm in control of my body. So one, I would say, have the courage to not make that an issue. You know, if somebody asks and you really are reticent about it, just say, you know, that that's a conversation between me and my doctor and it's going to remain that way. It's really nobody's business. Um, as far as, um, you know, as, as far as uh, the Lyme goes, it's not my area of specialty, uh, Malcolm. So I, I refrain from doing that. But I would say, especially in the uh, in the Northeast, there are fantastic doctors out there who um, are doing it. I would encourage people to look up uh, a doctor by the name. Uh, she's a great friend of mine and and a naturopathic doctor. Her name is Aviva Workin. W E R T K I N. Um, and uh, she's she is does have a lot of knowledge in treating Lyme, and it's she's somebody that I would feel completely confident referring somebody to. She's really uh, exceptional at what she does. Yeah, well, that's a great resource for people to uh, research and find out themselves. I've had mm -hmm. uh, friends that went through Lyme. It's not pretty. It's not pleasant. It takes your mm -hmm. life away. 
but it can be fought and we fought it as well uh, with my friends as well. Uh, but it, it's, it's life debilitating. I mean, it pulls you down for sure. Listen, mm -hmm. I want to take the last couple of minutes here and I want to really dedicate these uh, moments here and have you speak, Dr. Ely, uh, about the, um, uh, the unfortunate passing of Dr. Zelenko. Would you speak about that, please? Yeah, you know, um, I, I didn't get a chance to meet Dr. Zelenko. One of the things that I was looking forward to was meeting him at uh, Beyond the Con uh, in, in May. But unfortunately, his health had deteriorated to the point where he could only do a Zoom uh, message to everybody in, and, and he did that. And I, I think what Dr. Zelenko is for us is a shining example of fearlessness. You know, here's a man who was diagnosed with terminal cancer, I, I believe, before even COVID started. And so he was dealing with this the entire time. And that didn't stop him from advising uh, the Trump administration. It didn't stop him from putting out the Zlinko protocol. It didn't stop him from speaking out. It didn't stop him from, you know, uh, from doing all the work that he did to hold the line, speak truth, and, and really be a shiny example of what's possible when you live your life free from fear. And I think that's something that's very inspiring, you know, uh, for me is to say, who am I to, to not speak up when I know that something is wrong? Who am I to not share information from the heart for the betterment of all? Here's somebody who did that. And he's a great example of what we can be when we're at our best. And here's, here's to me the greatest example of who he is, Malcolm. He dying in his last days, bedridden, you know, and, and needing complete assistance, made sure to leave a legacy called the Zelenko Freedom Foundation and appoint people that he trusted, like my dear friend, Kevin Jenkins, to head up that foundation to make sure that his call for freedom does not die with him, that it is extended on to future generations and that we remain in this fight. I've been telling folks that I'm excited to see what he does because, uh, you know, people say, you know, we, we die and that's it. No, that's not how it works, number one. And I know he's going to be giving them absolute hell on the other side. So I think we just got one of our greatest allies. I think he's going to take on an Obi-Wan Kenobi kind of role for us on the other side that they tried to strike him down and couldn't. And now he is immensely powerful on the other side. And we got one of the good guys working for us over there. That's how I feel about it. Well, but I, I love him. Yeah, blessings and prayers to surely his family and uh, to the wonderful memory and, as you just say, the future of uh, Dr. Zelenko. And uh, brother, Dr. Henry Lee, it is always an incredible privilege to be able to have you on here and spend such quality time with you. Um, we appreciate everything you do, brother. Uh, thank you so much, brother Malcolm. You know, I love you and Big shout out to everyone in the audience. Have a beautiful 4th of July. Celebrate freedom. You know, drink it in, breathe it in, feel it in, bring it all around you and, and like sunshine, rub it over your whole body because it's something that we are going to preserve for future generations no matter what. 
Amen to that. Yeah, 246 years and counting, my fellow Americans, and uh, the counting. I'm looking forward to the 250, uh, and we'll have to all meet and celebrate somewhere for that particular occasion. But uh, listen, that's all the time we have here for a big thank you to Dr. Henry Ely, and thank you, friends, out there for being on the mission, as always, all back at americaoutloud.com. We're on the front lines of liberty and justice for all. It's time to get involved and get loud, America.